You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast. Where you'll get proven strategies to start and grow your online business from in the trenches digital entrepreneurs. EntrepreneurIgnited.com. Launch your online business. Live your dreams. Now, here's your host, Derek Gale. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, a podcast designed to skip all the fluff, the BS, the hype, all that stuff, and just give you guys real actionable tips and strategies from real entrepreneurs uh, to help you build your business on the internet. This is your host, Derek Gale, and today's guest is an incredible digital entrepreneur who's created massive success through his digital businesses, which include V-Roll, which is a really cool disruptive video advertising platform that served up over 18 million ads in their first year, and Splashio, which is a specialized video production service that really takes the guesswork out of creating really awesome videos for your business. And so based on that, you would probably assume that today's discussion was going to be centered around video marketing, but you'd be assuming wrong. I mean, I'm going to probably try and talk this guy into coming back as a guest in the near future so we can talk video marketing. But uh, I think today we're actually going to dive deep into another one of this guest's passion, and that is entrepreneurship and helping other people experience that same success by sharing some of the most valuable lessons he's learned along the way to becoming the success that he is. So with further, out further ado, I'd like to welcome Gideon Chalwick to the show. Gideon, thanks for being here today. Derek, it's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. Fantastic. Now, before we get started, can you expand on my introduction and uh, just you know, share your, your journey as an entrepreneur and uh, how you got started and uh, effectively built these incredible video marketing platforms and became the, the success that you are today? Sure. Well, thank you for that wonderful introduction already. Uh, I guess my journey started about almost exactly 10 years ago. I was um, back in New Zealand uh, with a job that I wasn't 100% happy with. You know, I was um, kind of work that just wasn't as inspiring for me. You know, I was building an asset for someone else that stopped working, I stopped getting paid, that sort of thing. So I wasn't 100% happy. And I knew there was something inside of me that wanted something different. And so one day I told my wife, said, hey, Tinika, let's, um, let's stop this. You know, let's stop this thing. I'm not happy here. Let's, let's create something new and let's start a business. And at the same time, I said, let's emigrate to another country so we can <laughs> do this whole thing, you know, starting from scratch. And uh, she was game. You know, we were just two years into our marriage and uh, she said, okay, let's, let's do this thing. Let's, let's take on this adventure. And, um, you know, I, I remember I said, okay, well, uh, this is how we'll do it. I'll start applying for jobs. And uh, as soon as I get a job, we'll, you know, b- both quit our jobs in New Zealand and and then go to Australia, which place we wanted to emigrate to. I said, okay, let's do it. And uh, so I started applying for jobs. And, uh, you know, you know the process. I, I don't know if you've ever applied for a job, but it's, it's a horrible process actually. And um, job after another, I just, I just get um, the rejection letters coming in. And nobody, nobody wants me. Nobody even wants an interview <laughs> from me. And I'm just, I was getting really discouraged. So this, this kept on going for about, I don't know, Two or three months, and and then I said, "Ah, oh, Tineke, this this is not working. I'm not getting a job. Nobody wants nobody wants to employ me. You know, it's kind of disheartening in a way." And uh, said, well, why don't you apply for a job? And uh, she sent in her, her CV to a few jobs. Within that same week, like like literally within the same week, she didn't even just get replies. She got three job interviews and offers. <laughs> by that, like she sent it in the Monday. By the Friday, she had three offers. 
she flew over to Australia and you know she said yes to one. You know, within a month then we we landed in Australia and um, I was without a job. Nobody wanted to employ me. <laughs> and uh, Tina, because she started working and uh, basically paying the bills. You know, we landed in Australia with uh, with nothing. We had um, a blow up mattress. Um, I uh, I did send over my computer over the over the um, ocean as, as as you know because it was too expensive to send uh, by by air. Uh, so that only came a you know a few weeks later. But for the first few weeks, there we just had basically a mattress in our little apartment and uh, a couple of um, bean bags for furniture, uh, <laughs> not much else. So really starting from scratch. And I just had this desire to to start a business. And I, I didn't really know what kind of business. And uh, it wasn't long after that that I, I, I finally stumbled upon a friend of mine who started a, a new course on uh, you know, internet marketing. And I thought, hey, this looks interesting. All these other things don't really look all that good for me. And I'm going to give this a shot because it means I can work from anywhere uh, you know, and be location independent and this sort of thing. It looked really good. And um, so I went for that. My first product was a book that I wrote. It took me 21 days to write this book. And then I sold it, uh, got distributed all over the world. This is an ebook, by the way, back then. So um, this is 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing just got distributed all over the place. And, and part of my success was um, this person that taught me, he had a nice big database and he promoted for me. And so at first I couldn't believe my luck. I thought, wow, this is just incredible. How can I... How can I not do this? I, you know, I'm just making money while I sleep, kind of thing, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and it was awesome. But then um, something strange happened. Um, I, I ran out of traffic, and then I didn't know how to really build a business uh, properly. And I ran out of traffic, I ran out of sales, ran out of money. And really, for the first two to two and a half years of me being an entrepreneur, um, we really didn't make much money at all. I think in the first year, uh, I made. Like ten thousand bucks, but I spent eleven thousand. You know, in the second year, I think I made maybe twelve thousand, but spent thirteen thousand or something stupid like that. Bottom line is, in the first two or so years, um, you know, I was we were barely breaking even in the business, making a loss. Tinica was bringing in the, you know, bringing in the money, paying the bills, Mm -hmm. and I was mucking around. And um, you know, until until I, I finally managed to interview some some good people. I started doing an interview series on video. That's where my video thing started, um, learning about video. This is back in 2007, 2008. And, um, and uh, one of the people I met was Yaro Starak. Uh, we became really good friends. We ended up launching a product together. And finally, you know, after two and a half years of really hard work, we launched a product together and, um, and went from zero to 10,000 subscribers within two weeks within a month we had a thousand monthly paying members and you know that was I guess um, to me that was like the real beginning of my journey as an entrepreneur the first two and a half years or so was really just me trying to figure out what's going on finding my feet mm-hmm. anyway so I had that first success and it was wonderful being able to get that that success and finally I was going yes I'm, I'm being able to do something here that um, that I feel I can do and that I can make a living from um, something was a bit off. Um, I ended up uh, moving on and, and doing another project with a friend of mine in, in the magic world. We started the YouTube channel together. That went really well. Um, you know, I think the channel now has over 300,000 subscribers, millions and millions of views. Um, 
I, I haven't checked recently, but I think I'm pretty sure if you do a search for free magic tricks on YouTube right now, that channel will come up number one. Um, actually, I'm doing the the the, uh, the search right now. Right now. Free <laughs> ma- free magic, yeah, it's number one. Free Magic Live, it's called. So it's, it's number ah. one. 363,000 subscribers. Um, so that went really well. Uh, from there, I, I, I created another brand called Rapid Video Blogging that taught people how to do um, video blogging and YouTube and how to grow their businesses using YouTube. And then I, I had a bit of a change of heart. I, I, I moved over to changing um, instead of creating personal brands to creating businesses that were independent of me and my, my, my brains. So I created Splashio, which is a branded business that's currently running mostly without me. I spent about one, 1% of my time on the business. Um, and it's, it's, it's uh, you know, a fairly passive sort of income for me. And about two years after that, I started a business called V-Roll. Um, uh, and that uh, helps you with automating the video advertising process for both YouTube and, and Facebook. And um, you know, all of those businesses did really, really well. I mean, there were a few others as well that I've tried that didn't work, of course. Um, but you know, it depends how long this interview is. <laughs> I don't want to go into all of those. Uh, but you know, I got to a point where um, I realized that. Um, something wasn't right. Something just wasn't right. And uh, I actually got to a point um, where um, I got to burnout. I got to complete burnout. And I couldn't see it coming. And um, I remember it was a day when um, I was running a live event uh, um, using Facebook. Um, And um, I... You know, I've been doing these things for a long time, flawlessly. You know, I've been doing live events for a long time, many years. And um, on this particular day, the universe or the world, whatever you want to call it, the the internet's technology, mm-hmm. everything just went absolutely wrong. So we had this massive build-up, massive expectation of running this event. A lot of people standing in queue to join in, and then just absolutely nothing worked out. And um, we we ended up making getting it to work, but only like twenty five or thirty minutes later, and it was just an absolute nightmare. And after that, I was, I was just asking myself, "What the heck am I doing here?" And it, it was at a point in the business where where things weren't going as well as, as as I was planning. I was working my little hands off to to make things work, and it just nothing was working. It was like a two and a half month period of of nothing working. And I just got to this point where I just thought, "What what am I doing?" Um, I'm killing. It feels like the business is dying. What do I do to save this business? And I, I created this this um, this big plan. I said, "How do I save this business?" And I created this plan. And I tell you what, uh, Derek, it was it was the most amazing plan that I've created in my decade of being an entrepreneur. I looked at it and going, "This is the the most powerful." an effective plan that I could ever have come up with in my whole career. And as I looked at it, I said, yes, this will save the business. But then I realized if I were to implement that plan, it would kill me. I would die in the process. And I would perhaps even literally die because I was so low on my energy levels and I was in such a burnt out point. If I were to implement that plan, perhaps the business would be saved, but I would not be saved. And then I thought, okay, let's change this round and ask the question, how do I save myself? 
Because at that point, um, things were not looking good. And, and I had to make a change. So I wrote down, how do I save myself? And that was the beginning of, of a brand new journey where I then figured out, okay, these are the things that are not working for me. These are the things that are completely draining me and, and in effect killing me in the business. And, and these are the things that I need to do to change that and to bring me back to life again. And, you know, that's definitely been a start of a brand new journey for me that's, um, that's been really exciting. So since then, I've been really implementing that um, and a new way of, of looking at business uh, and a new way of operating. And um, it's just been wonderful. I've had a 180-degree turnaround um, and um, I can't tell you how much less stress I have now. I'm making more money. Um, I'm, I'm hanging out with much better people, uh, people that give me energy. And, um, you know, I'm much more positive about mm-hmm. business and uh, keen to make a difference. Well, let, let's, let's dive into this new way. It sounds pretty, pretty damn good. Um, you know, so what were the shifts you made? What were the changes that you made? If you had to, to, to break it down to a few things, what was it? Well, it, the, the thing that hit me, um, you know, in that, during that low point, I had that event where nothing, just absolutely nothing went right for me. And it was sort of like the, the last straw that broke the camel's back. Um, within that same week, um, I had a, it felt like I sort of had a bit of a death, you know, like a spiritual, emotional, mental death in a way. Mm-hmm. And, but then within that same week, again, I had um, some sort of a resurrection, you know, some sort of an insight um, where my mind just turned on again and, um, and uh, things just started becoming really clear to me. Puzzle pieces just started falling into place. And um, the thing that I was really searching for all this time, you know, back 10 years ago when I had that original desire to do something different with my life, um, I realized that, you know, I, was, I actually went about it the wrong way. I was searching for the wrong thing. And the thing that came clear to me was that um, you know, as an entrepreneur, really ultimately what we are searching for, and if you dig deep, you'll realize this too, but what we're really searching for is fulfillment. And, and I was lacking that. And fulfillment, um, there's many different ways of looking at it. One way um, is to look at it from um, a feeling perspective, how you feel. And if you think about it carefully, um, if you feel good, you know, what else do you need in life? If you're feeling on top of the world, what else do you need? Mm-hmm. And, and then the next question is, what, what brings this fulfillment? What brings this good feeling, this constant good feeling in your life? Is it money? Is it a successful business? Is it a fancy car? Is it a nice house? And um, those things could perhaps definitely bring some of that um, feelings of, of well-being, etc. But ultimately, that at last, you know. And so, so, so what I realized was that um, it comes down to how I feel as an entrepreneur and the things that I do to help me feel the way that I want to feel. And I came up with seven different elixirs um, in the form of actions. You know, all these things feelings are caused by action um, and it's, it's not so much anymore about what you think it's more about how you act because when you act in a certain way uh, it creates a result and that result makes you feel a certain way 
And, you know, it's, it's a little bit different to the traditional way where they say you, the way you think influences the way you feel and then the way you feel influences the way you act and the way you act influences your results. So if you, if you want to change your results, just change the way you think. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if that's 100% accurate. Um, when you look and practice though, um, I think it comes down to really actions. You know, thought does come into it, obviously, but you know, it's, it's the actions that creates the the, the um, result that then creates the feeling. And um, and I and I you know I only realized this at this point. It's like, wow, um, if that's true, it means that I can actually change the way I feel by the way that I act. Not necessarily so much about how how I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and that was that was a light bulb moment for me. So so I came up with this, this basically seven areas of action, um, and and each of them can either add energy and fulfillment to your life, or take away uh, that energy and fulfillment. And it's you know you can imagine it like a it's an energy tank that we all have, and um, each action that you do either adds energy to that tank or it takes energy away. And the, these, these seven categories, the one is um, the kind of food that you eat. So all these things are actions, right? So you can either eat good foods or bad foods, right? So they can either fill up your energy tank or drain your, your energy tank. Um, there's exercise. That's definitely action, right? So there's um, lack of exercise, which eventually drains your energy. And then there's you know, good exercise that, that gives you energy. Um, the third one is, is like rest and sleep and this sort of thing. That's an action as well. It's actually you go to sleep. You sleep. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a verb. Mm-hmm. Fourth one is, is um, your environment. So, so um, what you pass, your passive actions, so your air, the air you breathe, your ergonomics, the things around you that you passively absorb um, as well. The fifth level is uh, the people you spend time with. Once again, it's an action. You know, they can either um, give you more energy or drain your energy. Um, the sixth one, which is the only one that has an, a productive output, is your work or your hobbies, the, 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 the things you do in life um, to make a change in the world. And once again, that's a big one. Um, the kind of work you do can either add or detract from your energy tank levels. And then finally, the highest level one is, is number seven is your, your thoughts. So how you think. Um, and that's also a verb um, that can also affect your energy levels. So you combine all these things together. It's either going to increase your energy tank level or, or reduce it. And the thing is, what I, what I realized is that um, my energy tank was extremely low because most of those seven areas I was doing the, the negative version of them and I just kept on draining and draining and draining me. And there's this threshold point where if you go behold thre- below threshold, um, it prevents you from doing your work and from having that outflow of making a difference in the world. Because you use this energy to create difference, uh, to, to have an impact. Right? For, us, for us as entrepreneurs, we, we use this energy to make a difference. And by making this difference, that, that adds again to our energy tank. That's, that's the beautiful thing about it. But when you get to threshold and you get to below that threshold, your flow, your natural flow stops. Mm-hmm. And, and then if you keep on going down and down and down, you get to burnout. And when you get to burnout, um, you get to, first of all, uh, mental death. And the next level is emotional death. Uh, the next level from that is perhaps spiritual death. And ultimately, if you keep on staying at that burnt out level, you get to 
physical death and, and that can be manifested in um, uh, illness, um, like cancer or, I don't know, getting sick all the time, but and perhaps even ultimate, you know, ultimately your physical body just dies if you don't, you don't mm-hmm. have that energy. So it's a big wake-up call for me you know, to, to realize that and to, to then ask the question, okay, Gideon, um, you know, this is how you're going to save yourself. You're going to have to look at these different actions you have in your life and start filling up that energy tank again and start getting that flow to happen again because you know, even though I had successful businesses, um, it was draining me and, and I had to increase that energy tank so that I can get into flow again and, and be able to make a real impact in the world. So now let's let's talk about this as it applies to people that are just starting down this path as entrepreneurs. And so we've got these and I, I completely agree with everything you just said there. But now let's rewind back to the days when we had we hadn't created successful businesses yet. We, we we hadn't made it. Now do you believe that um you can start off as an entrepreneur, as many of us do, you know, again, trying to support, uh, you know, working a job, maybe you have kids, stuff like that. You're trying to do this in your spare time. Can you maintain all of these and not sacrifice and still start a business? Or is this something that you need to be prepared to make some sacrifices on initially, but know that becoming an entrepreneur if you do it properly, it's going to give you more time to, I guess, repair and maintain and support these later on. Mm. I think the key thing for me now, uh, Derek, is it, it comes down to uh, this this energy management thing. Mm-hmm. And so whatever I do now, or if, whether it's a new venture, or if, if I had to start from scratch again, I would pay attention to to these energy, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, this energy level. Because without the energy, you, you just you just cannot be a successful entrepreneur. You cannot be a successful um, father or husband or colleague. Uh, you, you know, the energy is the, is the ultimate thing that you need to be able to to make a change in the world. And so, whatever it is that I think you embark on, you need to watch those energy levels. And so, the thing is, sometimes there's going to be some things you're going to have to do that's going to drain your energy. Mm-hmm. But I think if you can be aware of that and realize that at the end of the day or at the end of the week at least, your energy balance needs to be positive uh, as opposed to negative. And you want to keep on filling up that energy tank as opposed to keeping on draining it because if you, don't, if, if, if you keep on draining, you're just going to get to a burnout point. You will eventually hit burnout mm-hmm. and then, and then you know, it affects the way you feel. Uh, essentially, you, know, you, you end up, if, if you get to that burnout point and below threshold, you end up getting to entrepreneur hell mm-hmm. and, and, and you know what's the point of that what's the point of that if, if you get to entrepreneur hell where you've got no energy uh, everything is going wrong um, you know and people can f- feel and sense that about you as well and, and, and you know you've probably heard that saying success breeds success right it's, it's, it's like that you know it's a similar thing here the more energy you have the, the more you can do and so I, I think even though starting out is there's so many different things you got to do and, and sacrifices you got to make, yes, but keep an eye on on the kind of things you do, and make sure that the kind of actions you take are the kind that help you gain more energy in your own life and in your own system, because that's going to help you um, succeed longer term. But it's also going to help you get into your flow, and it's worth digging into that a little bit more because. You look at an entrepreneur, um, what is it that makes an entrepreneur really, really successful? 
if you look at the the people who around the world who who became really successful, um, there seem to be all of them. When you ask them, what is it? What is the secret? And they say along something along the lines of find something you love. You know, find something that you love doing and just do that. Become really, really good at that. And I think there's a lot of truth in that. And to me, that comes comes down to flow. You know, this this um, being able to find out what are your flow activities, what's your natural flow as an entrepreneur, and and uh, and that's where you can add the most value. And, and and these are the kind of things that, as you do them, they give you more energy. So for me, for example, it's um, it's creating. There's two there's two aspects for me. Two things that give me a ton of energy: creating and being able to interact with an audience. So when you think about those two things together, I create products. For example, I create digital products. I create videos. And then I put it out there into the world and then there's an interaction with an audience. Now, both those things give me heaps of energy. I love it. I just, it just I thrive on that. And the more I do that, the better I get at it because you know, I get that, that feedback loop from people and from the actions that I you know, the things that I create. Mm-hmm. And um, by doing that more and more, I become better and better at it and, and then I can serve more and more people. Now, and this is what I realized, for a while there, I stopped doing that. I stopped uh, creating and I stopped having that interaction with my audience. And I started doing activities in my business that were um, important for the business, but it was killing me. You know, things like the management of the business, um, the you know the the day to day nitty gritty um, uh, people management of the business. I'm not a people manager. I've realized that um, there are a lot of activities in my business that I could do, but it would kill me. So a much better way, I think, is if to, if you can find that sweet spot of the kind of work, the kind of activities that you do. That as you do them, it makes you feel good and it gives you energy as you do them. That is the secret. And then from there, you start finding other people that you can either work with or people that can work for you to take care of the things that drain your energy but perhaps gives them energy because we all have different gifts. And I think that's that's the secret. So I think starting out, don't fall into the trap of thinking that you have to do everything and that you even have to do things that um, you don't like for a prolonged period of time. Maybe that's sometimes, yes, you have to do that, but you don't have to do it all the time. You know? And if you can find that thing that really, that you love doing, you know, do that. that. That is the key. So, and and I totally agree with everything you said. You know, I've, I've been an entrepreneur for a very long time. And, and uh, you know, one of the things I want to drill down into there, though, is, is you have a level of self-awareness now. And did you always have that level of self-awareness or is this something that's evolved over time? And I think a lot of entrepreneurs that are just starting out, is that something that they can just adapt to and get or is it something you gain through your experience? Well, I think we're all on a, a journey. You know, we're all on a hero's journey. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, Joseph Campbell has uh, you know popularized the, the hero's journey and wrote about it, and um, someone like um, Christopher Vogler wrote about it in the writer's journey, um, and um, so we're all on this journey. And, and I think an entrepreneur is is, is um, the journey of an entrepreneur is particularly close to to the hero's journey that Joseph Campbell talks about. 
And um, just by being on this journey as an entrepreneur, I think you naturally go through the different stages um, to become more aware and more attuned to to your inner purpose, I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the the interesting thing about the hero's journey is that um, there's it's it's almost like um, there's there's multiple journeys. There's there's one big journey of your entire life, but then within that life, there's there's smaller journeys. Like I can, for example, look back now in the last ten years, and each of the businesses that I've started, each each of the successful brands that I've started, um, was a little hero's journey in and of itself where it would start with the hero in the ordinary world uh, getting the call to adventure and then at first the refusal of the call and then the meeting with the mentor that says hey now you can do this Gideon you just do this and this and this and then finally you decide this is it you're going to jump for it you're going to go for it and, you, and then you, you cross over the, that, that first threshold into the journey and, and then from there you, you, um, you make your friends and allies and you meet the, the, the enemy uh, you know the antagonist and then you you have this um, what's called the um, uh, approach to the approach to the um, to the inner cave or the approach to the ordeal, getting ready for the the big thing, the big thing that you know, fighting the big dragon, so to speak, in the entrepreneurial journey. And then you go through that. And as an entrepreneur, you got to go through that. Um, and you fight this big dragon, whatever it is, starting the business, launching your business, whatever it is. You launch that thing. At the end of it, there's some sort of a reward. Uh, financial reward or some knowledge or something like that. From there, you you know you're, you're still in the other world and you're you're on your way back to the ordinary world again. And you 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 there's this final stumbling block that you have, final sort of a, a death and then resurrection again. And then from that point onwards, this is where you discover the final ultimate elixir. And this is the thing that you can then take back to the to the ordinary world to to the people that you grew up with or, or um, you know the people that, that were there at the beginning and and you can share your elixir your your story with with the world and influence others and I think so so that's the hero's journey just really quickly but as you go through that journey as an entrepreneur you you it's inevitable for you um, to become more aware um, of, of what's going on more aware of your your purpose and, and what you're really supposed to be doing here. Um, so I, th- I think it just comes with time. Uh, like uh, it's different levels, you know. You mm-hmm. like I think ten years ago when I decided to become an, become an entrepreneur, that's my first um, call to adventure, and I had a, a moment of enlightenment uh, in in a certain way of of thinking, hey, I, I don't want to work for the man anymore. You know, I do my own thing, and and I had this enlight- enlightening moment, I guess, of going, screw this, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my own thing. But you know, then throughout that, for each new journey, there's, there's a new level of enlightenment, a new a new level of awareness that you go through. And I think it, if you can see it from the perspective of the hero's journey, um, you know, when things are going tough for you. So, for example, you're you're on your approach to the to the ordeal, you know, the the thing, and you're in the middle of the ordeal, and things are just not going. You know, you're just really struggling there, and you're fighting this dragon, so to speak. Is to step back and go, hey, where where am I actually on the hero's journey here? And then, if you realize you're just at that particular stage, you know that if you can push through it, uh, there's a reward, an, elix- an elixir at the at the other end of it, which is pretty cool. And it just helps you have that perspective. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, before uh, so before we wrap up here, because we're running out of time, and I mean, we could talk all day. And I I love I love the I love the, <laughs> the stories you tell; they're fantastic. Um, now. 
we've got a lot of entrepreneurs that are listening, people that are just getting started on their journey. And uh, they're, you know, maybe they've taken a first few steps or they're just, they're just trying to get the courage to take that first step. You've been through a lot, as I think every entrepreneur has. You know, you've got the, the, the battle scars to, to prove it. And now you've, you've made it. You know, if you had to boil it down for them, what are some words of wisdom, some, some final advice to, to see them through those tough times, those frustrating moments when nothing's working? What would you tell them? You know, I, I, don't, I don't know if there's, there's um, any one particular thing. Um, it's, it's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, you know, I, I remember once I asked um, Clay Collins uh, from Lead Pages, uh, sent him a Skype message and you know, it's just when he was just had their first big success with lead pages, and I was just starting with V-roll, and I remember sending him a message saying, "Hey Clay, um, you know, w- what was it that that made the difference? You know, you've you've tried all these other things, and finally you you made it work with with lead pages. What, you know, what was it?" And um, he said, um, at, "You know, at first I, I thought he." You know, he just sort of brushed off my question and gave a silly response. You know, that's what I thought at first. But then I realized a lot of truth to what he said later on. But what he said was along the lines of, you know, Gideon, um, it was um, a million different things and getting each one of them right. <laughs> <laughs> and when I saw that, I was going, oh, geez, Clay, that, that's not really, you know, that's not really going to help me. Um, but then as I progressed, like especially with a software business like V-Roll, I realized that, yes, there really are a million different things and you have to get all of them right. Mm-hmm. But I think as a guiding principle, something that works really well for me now and that, that if I look back, the things that has, have really worked well for me when I, when I really shined, when, I, when things really went my way is when um, I stayed true to um, – who I really am and um, doing the things that I'm gifted for to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, I have a name for this thing. It's called PEFLA. And it stands for Positive Energy Feedback Loop Activities. And it's the kind of activities that as you do them, they give you energy. And I think each one of us are born with a certain type of activities that we just naturally love doing. For me, I love creating and having an audience. That's my PEFLA. And for an entrepreneur, I think if you can find what that is, what your positive energy feedback loop activities are, if you can find out what that is and you just do that and you use that for creating value and for making a difference in the world, your chance of success is just going to shoot through the roof. And at the same time, uh, you're going to feel great and you're going to make uh, a real impact in the world. Awesome. Awesome. Now, before we fully wrap up, where can people connect with you? Where can they find out more? Where, they, where, where can they keep up with what you're doing? Well, I'm a little bit in between things at the moment in terms of what I'm uh, personally doing. Uh, I'm actually working on, on this, this very stuff now. I'm working on a manifesto that I'm, that I'm creating for this. So I'll release that a little bit later. Probably if, if you go to um, my homepage, uh, gideonshalwick.com, my, my, my personal blog. I haven't really paid attention to that much lately, but you can go there and, and sign up there because I will make an announcement there probably uh, when I release this new stuff. Um, if you're interested in the other things, uh, it's just uh, splashio.com and and vroll.com where you can find more information on on that as well. 
Fantastic. And, and once you have that manifesto done, by all means, let me know. We'll make sure our audience gets a hold of that. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, awesome. So again, thank you, Gideon, so much for uh, for taking the time today and share, sharing so many nuggets of uh, entrepreneurial wisdom with our audience because, uh, you know, it can be a lonely journey and uh, and and a tough journey, as you know. And uh, so to, to hear from someone like yourself is, is so valuable. So again, thank you so much. You're welcome, Derek, and um, it was an honor to be here. Thank you uh, as well. Thank you so much. Awesome. All right, everyone, that was Gideon Shelwick. And as always, any of the links we just mentioned will be included in the show notes along with the entire transcript of the episode. And you'll find it all at entrepreneurignited.com forward slash podcast. And uh, guys, now it's time to take all of the, the, the strategies that Gideon shared with us here today and apply that final essential ingredient to make it work for you. And that ingredient is action. So, you know, write down those seven actions, those seven elixirs and, and see if, see if you're in a deficit and see if there's ways you can improve on that and fill those up and become more productive and, and happier, uh, in your life and in your business. So go forth, take action, apply what you've learned and stay tuned for more info packed episodes of the entrepreneur ignited podcast. This is your host, Derek Gale signing off. Thanks for listening to another info packed episode of the entrepreneur ignited podcast with Derek Gale. For links to all of the resources, plus an entire transcript of this episode, go to entrepreneurignited.com slash podcast. Make sure you never miss another episode. Subscribe now on iTunes or SoundCloud.